You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Michael Unsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. I am also one of the hosts of this wonderful and fabulous podcast. Joining me, as always, at the diner, I have got the wonderfully talented MC Brooks. I've also got James Rambo. We're going to hit the ground running, folks. We are going to do an episode of the Geek Sheets, which we haven't done in forever, where we just talk about the news that's going on in the geeky, nerdy world. Uh, Mr. Rambo, Professor Rambo, I'm sorry, I forgot about your tenure and such. Um, Why don't you kick us off with uh, with the first story here on the Geek Sheets? It's time for the Geek Sheets. Here's what's going on in the geeky, nerdy world. Okay. Um, well, uh, Tom Taylor has been writing uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El for a couple issues now. A um, couple months going on. And it's following uh clark and lois's son john who is the acting superman while clark is off doing other galactic type stuff um and with the fifth issue which has yet to be released um uh, i don't think so i think it's oh no no, it may have just dropped it may have just dropped um but with the fifth issue we get the announcement that john kent is bisexual john kent has a male boyfriend um how yeah. dare he how where does he get off well apparently with his dude <laughs> um Jokes. hey uh zing um and a lot of people have gotten really super excited about this it's great to see representation in a um you know in one of the big three in turn from from dc uh you you know we we've had uh queer characters in uh dc comics before um, 
I mean, like Wonder Woman is canonically a bisexual woman um, and has been for pretty much her entire inception. But it's also one of the it's not it's not like a, a, a well-kept secret. It's just like casually ignored until it's not. Um, and, and it's very easy to forget. Um, but having certainly the acting Superman come out as queer is a big damn deal. Um, so that's the first part of it. With that announcement, uh, about three days ago, uh, DC, while they haven't released the actual numbers, said that the orders for that issue are, quote, unprecedented. The sheer volume of orders they've gotten for that uh, are really kind of blowing their minds. Um, outstanding, though. It, it is, is outstanding. Absolutely. Um, and it's funny. There was a there was a, a question asked in the Facebook group by one Tom Vernich uh, about you know is this happening for the right reason, meaning the the number of orders. Uh, and my counter to that is, who gives a shit? Thank you. Um, yes. If 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 stupid assholes are what ordering it to burn it or whatever, uh, great. All you're telling DC Comics is that queer characters sell. <laughs> yeah, it's um, counterproductive. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, because one of the other things that's happening is because they have because this, the, the orders for this are so high, DC is reprinting the previous four issues of this series. And they're adding their DC Pride logo to it, uh, to 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 mark each of them as, hey, here's some gay shit. Um, so we're already, you know, and, and like I I I know there will be cries of rainbow capitalism and how this is just uh, uh, what is it, AT and T, Time Warner, um, trying to to make money off of the queer community and shit. And you know what? Fine. That's fine. If it would be great if if they were doing this for all of the right reasons, because we need more queer representation in our in our popular culture and in our, our various media, particularly in comics. Um, and they were there was something altruistic about this, but that's not how it works. They are a giant corporation. They are interested in the bottom line. And if they get the idea that gay people have money and want to spend it on characters that look and act like them, they're going to make more characters like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, let's do this. That's, this is awesome. Uh, Tom Taylor is a, a, a very famously uh, liberal writer. Um, and he has been very clear about the fact he's like, my Superman is going to kind of harken back to some degree to the original idea of superman as like champion of the oppressed um and like we've already had superman show up to uh, uh to protests uh like i think like there's a, there's a climate protest that might be i think that's actually where john meets his boyfriend um and yeah this is great this is just good times all around um yeah yeah i i and that's i can't see anything that's wrong with this like, the, the only thing that I want to comment on this, and then MC, you can have your chance here too. The one thing I want to comment on is the the whole concept of I think you said rainbow capitalism. I, I mean, I've yeah. I've never heard the term specifically before, but it makes perfect sense. Like, 
I get that we all want all of the companies that we love, that do the things that we do, the media that we consume, that we all want them to to embody the the same principles that we have. You know, we want them to be supportive of these things because it's the right thing, right? Ultimately, isn't that what we all want? Like, sure. we want we want DC Comics and Marvel Comics and Disney and Warner Brothers and HBO. We want them all to be supportive of these things because it's the right thing to do. That's not gonna fucking happen in this country, period, end of sentence. Because if you do these things because it's the quote unquote right thing to do, but you're not making money, that's not gonna fucking happen because they won't be able to continue making media. That's how the business works and it sucks, but that's the world we live in and that's the reality of it. And frankly, like, I'm glad, I'm glad that this is a thing that is making money because even if it's not for the best reasons, a perfect example of this, uh, a correlation for me, is I've talked about it on multiple times. Shit, I did an interview with um, Joshua Cole, the delegate from my area here in Virginia, about getting that fucking Confederate flag down on 95. Do you want to know what the reason was why they finally took it down? They needed to expand 95. It wasn't because let's take it down because it's wrong and it sends the wrong message about our community and because it's insulting to people who came uh, from uh, whose ancestors were enslaved. No, that wasn't the reason they took it down. Capitalism. We need to make this highway larger so more people can flow down it so that we can make more money so more people come to Fredericksburg. That was ultimately what took it down. And in the in the end. Would I have liked it to have been something where the community stood up and was like, fuck all this racist bullshit, let's take this flag down? Yes, but it's still down. Would it be nice if DC was like, we're doing this thing because it's the right thing to do? 100%. But ultimately, we are getting to see queer characters and we're getting to see representation that we haven't seen before. And not only that, we're seeing people who have these ideals as writers who are like, this is what I want to do. And DC is like, it'll make us money? Fuck yeah, let's do it. In fact, let's slap the goddamn Rainbow Pride uh, logo on every single issue that you've written because we want to sell more comics. Fuck Mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds great. And I'm like, I... The fact that there are people out there who are like, Superman's not gay. Cool, this is not Superman. What do you mean it's not Superman? This isn't Clark Kent. Oh, but uh, but it's Superman. He's wearing the Superman. You're 100% right. He is a Superman. You are 100% correct. The question that I have for you is, why does it matter? Are you telling me that if Superman were real right now, let's just say Superman exists in our universe, and he flies to your house while it's on fire and saves you, and he's holding you in his arms ever so delicately as he whisks you away from your burning house. Are you going to turn to look at him and say, hey, um, are you the straight Superman or are you the gay Superman? Who are you fucking? Yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't fucking matter. Yep. And even if, like, the fact that you would stand on this, and what's that goddamn writer's name? I shared it with all of you. Um, who is, like, flipping out about all this stuff. Oh, recently? Oh, was, like, um, on DC Comics? Yeah. I don't know his name, but he was a, uh, he's a colorist. He's not even a writer. He's, oh, he's, he's one of he's he, one of the the colorists. Which like, the way I said that is 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 very flippant and demeaning of colorists. Colorists doing a very important job. My point being, he is not like Gabe you know, top Altab. of the call sheet. Thank you, Gabe Altab. I think this is how you say his last name, Altab or Tabe. Yeah, can't get a pronunciation, but yeah, yeah fucking asshole way. is what he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're doing this, Superman. You mean Clark? Yeah, like like what Mike said, like Clark Kent. Like that would be that would be a big deal. That would be weird. Like if it was like if Bruce Wayne, they were like, oh, Bruce Wayne's gay. 
You're like, oh, wow, that's that is a dramatic change. But this is a new character. Like, John's only been around for a couple of years. Yeah. And yeah, I think I saw somewhere, like, he's only, it's been like five year, five or six years or something. That, uh, six, they, yeah. Yeah, it's only been like five or six years. Yeah. And, and, and like, they did a whole thing where they, uh, they like, aged up his character and they've been, they've been doing, they've been doing some different things with him. Mm-hmm. It's this is just like honestly one of the first things that like one of the first positive things to come out of him being aged up is them finally like okay we're gonna we're gonna explore this character as Superman not Superboy, um, which is a bummer because the Superboy stuff was really good, but it's also more difficult to tell uh, romantic stories with children obviously yeah uh, yeah, and so if you're gonna explore those kind of ideas, you kind of have to do this. Um, it's yeah. It's it's certainly not impossible, but it's definitely more difficult because right. um, I think, I, as I've said before, uh, to quote my friend Sydney, uh, when people talk about heterosexual, they talk about the hetero. When people talk about homosexual, they talk about the sexual. Yeah. So if you're telling a gay story, it's about like, oh well, you know, who's sucking whose dick. It shouldn't be treated, and it's, it, I mean, it, ultimately it's a social stigma. It, it's the way we're programmed, unfortunately, to a certain degree, that hetero is normal. I mean, literally, yeah. if I remember correctly, isn't that what hetero means? Like, uh, Hetero means different. Oh, does it? Okay. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew yeah. Like like that. Okay. Yeah, so, like, colors, yeah. Yeah, so, like, my big thing with, what I'm, what I'm trying to say with this is, like, we're programmed to a default of... If it's if you're not if you're not a man and you're not interested in in, in women and having sexy time with ladies, then um, that's wrong and it's different and it's weird and like ultimately in the this is just my personal opinion. Let me just state that right now. This is not GGR's opinion because I'll let MC and Rambo speak for themselves. But one of the things that really frustrates me more than anything else is when it comes to characters uh, like creations, cre like the fact that we're so concerned about who they're fucking. And what's going on with their genitalia, and not the fact that like this is this is somebody who is doing this thing. Like we, I, like I mentioned before, if Superman saves you, do you really give a shit who he's fucking? Like we're so focused on all of these things because we want these romantic stories, we want these things. We like, and as soon as it's not what we would want, well, if I was Superman, I'd want to bang Lois Lane. Well, like, what if Superman didn't want to bang Lois Lane? What if he wanted to bang like another dude? Why does that matter? And like, why are we so hung up on the sexual escapades of every single fictional character that exists when that's not the only thing that exists in the world? There's a lot more to relationships and friendships and and like the world at large than just what's going on with your boner. And like, I, I get it because that's again, that's our society. Everybody's sexually obsessed with everything. But like, fuck, like. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it matter? Why is that the default? Why is it like, oh, he's not straight? Well, then there's a problem. Like, uh, then it becomes a religious thing. Well, the Superman is an abomination. Now, fuck off. <laughs> like one of the best yeah. reactions to this so far has been, I want to say it's like an Arizona congresswoman or something, but she's a politician from Arizona, and she had a wonderful typo. Oh, yeah. Had started with, <laughs> Superman is straight. Superman is in love with Lewis Lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and it's like, oh! <laughs> well done. Well I done. <laughs> Turns out he's so dating crazy. Lewis's sister, yeah. Lois, just to get closer to Lewis. Is what it was. Yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> the, the, playing, the long, playing the long game there. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor on the announcement. Uh, is I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. Yeah. I'm very grateful DC and Warner Brothers share this idea. Superman's symbol has always stood for hope, for truth, and for justice. Today, that symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics. Yes. And yeah. that says it all. Yeah. I mean, two words. It's, I mean, course correction. Like, for, yeah. for, for so many years... For so many years, the default with a lot of these comic book characters is they are cisgender, they are heterosexual, and they are uh, white men for for a lot of these characters. And what are we seeing in in recent years? Oh, we're seeing uh, more characters uh, be non-binary. We're we're seeing characters who who are uh, bisexual or gay or asexual or whatever or whatever whatever the case may be and, and we're seeing the mantle being taken over by people who are who, who are who are not who they who, who they have always been traditionally and that kind of diversity is is all always a good thing like you said rambo people deserve to to see themselves in the character in, in the characters that they read uh that they watch and that they that, that they see because for so many years for 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 50 plus years there's literally been one way and the only way you could see the this kind of character in any other in any other type of way would be in in the fandom and in, in stuff like fan art and fan fiction and and whatnot and so to to see this be canon to see it happen with a with a, a legacy character and he, even if it was clark who gives a fuck clark yeah. clark <laughs> like you can li- like to like one him, if 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 we were talking about Clark Kent, Clark Kent could still be bisexual and date Lois Lane, and it would mm-hmm. not. It, it it would literally change nothing. Yeah. It would change nothing about his story. It would change nothing about him having kids with Lois. It would change nothing about this character. But the 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 fact is, it's his kid. It's 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 John, and the fact is, John is awesome because now John gets to gets to. Uh, be the Superman for a generation that gets to see themselves. Um, they gets to see themselves through this character, through the through his who, through his love interest, through his hero his heroism. You know, like Superman just in in general as a character has a laundry list of women that he's dated. You know, you can go to Lois, you can go to Lana Lang. Uh, I think he dated Cat Grant at some point. Like th- there's a a number of different uh, of different women. This one dude, and I, I don't know the character's uh, name, but one dude is is not gonna hurt anything if you still are someone who who you know wants to see your Superman date a woman. Well, guess what? He's not. This is John we're talking about here. Like it's it's this diversity is a good thing, and I'm gonna echo the the, the comments that uh, that both of you made earlier that like even if they're not doing it for a good reason, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like who cares? Ultimately, this is a net positive, no matter how which way you look at it. You know, like you can you can look at why did the Washington football team change their name? Did, because they wanted to do the right thing? No, they took <laughs> pressure by their sponsors 
for them to be like, all right, all right, all right we're finally going to change. Like, it's ultimately that positive, even if it wasn't done for the right reasons. So, yeah. Like, who, who gives a fuck why DC is doing this? I'm happy that they're doing it. I'm excited to, to see what kind of journey John ends up on. I'm, I'm excited to see... Um, I'm excited to see just kind of where where this Superman goes. And I, I just in general with DC, I, I think, you know, on some level, like it's dope that we're seeing more of this because we just recently had Tim Drake come out. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we just a few days ago learned that there are transgender Amazons in Themyscira. Like Regardless of whether the the people at DC are doing it for the right reason, it's fucking awesome to see. Yeah. I I think one of the things that I want to comment on real quick, and then Rambo, you know, the floor is yours again, my friend. Um, The thing that's... I'm not saying that this is fact or, or, or canon or whatever, okay? But I want everybody to just think about this for just a quick second. There's there's two sides of the coin that I was talking about of how we sexualize everything. Okay. One, like we're always like, oh man, um, I wonder who Batman is banging. Oh, I wonder who Superman is banging. I wonder who this character would bang. Oh man, like that this would be great. I'd love to see these two characters bang. Flip it and make it gay for just a second. Okay. I wonder if Superman and Batman bang. All of a sudden, a lot of heterosexual people get real uncomfortable. I mean, that's but, that's a long ship right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, like, let's put this this way, okay? Like, friendship. The two of them, Batman and Superman, have developed this friendship, this really good understanding of who the other person is, and this mutual respect. And honestly, like, I'm not saying that their relationship is in any way, shape, or form gay, but let's just say, for instance, one day after saving the world together, they embraced and kissed. Do you have any idea how many people would be freaked the fuck out about that? But then on the other side of it, people who actually understand how narrative works would be like, yeah, yeah, this kind of makes sense. Two heroes who constantly give of themselves to save the world. Who else is going to better understand what the other like what the other person is going through other than somebody who has gone through the exact same trauma? Again, too, people would freak out if this happened. But at the same time, if this happened, I'd be like, yeah, that's not Nah, that kind of makes sense. You know, like it's it, it, that's what's baffling to me is that like people would get so upset about that. Like and again, too, why would you care? What does it matter? Like they have a lot in common, uh, like even though, you know, one's an alien and one's not there. Yeah, they have a lot of things that are d- different about each other. But like everybody would freak out about that. But if Batman hooks up with Wonder Woman, nobody blinks an eye. If Superman hooks up with Wonder Woman, nobody says shit. If Batgirl and um, I mean, uh, Batman hook up, shit, they changed what happened when they did the animated version of um, Kelly Joke. Thank you. Yes, I could. Thank you, goddamn Professor Rambo. <laughs> um, you knew exactly what I was talking about. They changed it. Batman and Batgirl were fucking. Yep. And they never I, were in the comic book. Yeah. But again, too, nobody said shit about that. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, she's pretty hot. I'd bang her, too. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, not to mention all the problems with that goddamn story. But, yeah, whatever. Uh, Anyways. Like, that's (laughs) fucking good for John Kent. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Further clarification, the 
fourth issue dropped last week. Uh, the fifth issue, the actual official coming out issue, uh, is scheduled for November 9th. I can't so wait it for is... the issue when Clark comes out, uh, comes home or wherever he's out doing whatever in the universe, comes home and finds this out and is super supportive and, like, doesn't even blink an eye because that's going to be the issue. It's going to be like, well, wh- how would Superman respond to his son being by? He wouldn't give a shit because he loves his son no matter what. I, I am willing to bet the scene goes something like Lois telling Clark, oh, John John is seeing someone. Oh, bring her by the farm. His name is this. Oh, bring him by the farm. Yep. Maybe a split second ago. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> give me a second to like readjust. All right. That, that's that that thing is now. Uh, great. Sounds good. Because yeah. it, it, it actively does not matter. It really doesn't. Um, and like as far as as far as like well why are all these people okay with like you know Wonder Woman and 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 Batman and blah blah and it's because that's normal that's how it's supposed to be and a man and a man or a woman and a woman or non-binary folks uh you know that's that's not how it's supposed to work like. Honestly, like, and we've all said it at this point a dozen times. I'll say it again. Why do you care? Why does it matter to you? It doesn't affect you. Yeah. It's just. No. Do you not have any actual problems that, <laughs> that that this has to be something you focus on? Like, yeah. this doesn't matter to you. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do want to state that we're yeah. gonna put a we're gonna put a pin in this sentiment because we will circle back to this later with another story. But um, yeah. any any parting remarks on this or MC? Do you want to jump into yours? Uh, well, the the one last thing I'll say on this too is uh, I, I also think a lot of the outrage from this is literally from people who weren't reading su- the Superman comics anyway. Yeah, oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell by the fact that they were referencing Clark instead uh-huh. of John. If like that, put it this way. Representative from Arizona. She didn't know the fuck she was talking about. No yeah. one who, well, one of my favorite things was fucking Dean Kane, of course, went on. I was just about uh, to mention that too, yeah. It's not, it's not bold or brave. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And and he's talking to you know, and I think he said something along the lines of, "What would be really impressive is if Superman went to the border and was addressing some of the issues with with immigration." And Tom Taylor on Twitter was like, "Well, if Dean Cain were actually reading the comic, he would know that we're doing that." (laughs) And and, you know, and then Dean Cain was like, "Well, shit, maybe I should pick it up." Yeah, man, maybe you should. Maybe you should stop being a fucking embarrassment to the entire franchise. Uh, fucking first non-white actor to play Superman, and he's like, Bruh, Republicans are great. Trump is <laughs> shit. God damn it, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, anybody, put it this way, anybody who is like genuinely upset about this was not reading this comic because Tom Taylor is aggressively liberal. That dude... It, like in everything, he is he is like he did a Hellblazer story where it is fucking billionaires killing themselves because of demons. Like it is, it could not be more on the nose obvious. Like this is what this is about. 
Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, so, occasionally to the detriment of the story. I've never read anything that I didn't like by him, but there are definitely times where I was like, okay, I've read it. I'm good. I don't need to read it again. Um, but yeah, he, he is, is one of my favorite writers and, um, yeah, he, he's been writing the fucking Injustice comic, uh, which by all accounts should be terrible. It is a comic based on not just a video game, but a fighting video game. And it is really, really good. Some of the... the I mean, he the, deserves props for just that. Trying to pull lore out of... Trying to make... Like, you can ask Mortal Kombat fans how they feel about trying to make a story <laughs> that works yeah. out of a fighting game. I mean, shit, like... It's well, well, one of my favorite examples of that is is the the moment that pe- that so many people point to as like you know this is who Harley Quinn is um, when her and there's a scene where her and Black Canary are fighting and Harley recognizes that uh, that Dinah is pregnant and is probably gonna get or like has to stop because they're because she's gonna get sick. And they just have a conversation. Yeah, that's from the Injustice comic. That is from a that is from a comic based on a fucking fighting game. <laughs> so like <laughs> the the first volume, not great, mostly because it's like here's all of the proper game lore. After that, where he can basically do whatever he wants, it's phenomenal. But yeah, anybody who is who is uh, uh, reading that comic is not mad about this. Um, and anybody who is mad about this was not reading that comic. Because, um, yep. yeah, he is a, a lot of, like, anti-conservative views, um, almost exclusively. But, yeah, November 9th, that's when the issue drops. Most shops are almost certainly going to be ordering very, very heavily on this. I mean, literally, DC Comics has said it's, it's literally unprecedented um, in terms of the number of, uh, of issues that it's selling. Fucking so, uh, that, yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's pivot. Let's talk about some not-so-good news uh, when it comes to a DC character. Uh, Mr. Brooks, uh, the floor is yours. All right. So when you when you think of... Uh, if you've heard of this character or this show in the last, um, what, two years, uh, probably the one word that comes up most associated with it is controversy. And that's because this show has been getting hate bombed and hate reviewed ever since it was announced in, I want to say, 2018. Um, when the pilot came, or when those first couple promos came out, and it was announced that Ruby Rose was going to be taking on the character of Batwoman in the in the CW Arrowverse, the show has like just outside of the show itself, there's just been a lot of controversy surrounding it, mainly from you know uh, neckbeard fanboys who. You know, either A, didn't know that Batwoman was already gay, or <laughs> two, have thought that this was some super woke, you know, femin- feminist, you know, anti-man agenda type of ordeal taking place on the CW. Like, it's <laughs> it's 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 gotten like really, re- really, really ridiculous. So like, it's it's really unfortunate that. You know, we're at a point now where, you know, the, the show just got into season three and, you know, based on the first two episodes of the of the show, it it's on course to be like really good. They seem to have resolved a lot of issues as far as the show, as far as the show itself is concerned. But 
you know, a few days ago, we uh, we learned a, a lot of we, we learned the other side of the story from Ruby Rose, who departed from the show in May of last year, two days after the finale for season one. And it feels weird to say that because it, it feels like it was much longer ago, but it, we are literally a year and a half from all of that, <laughs> from Jesus. from her leaving the show. Um, it does feel and, like longer, yeah. Yeah, and, and so what was interesting was when it was announced that she was leaving, like, you had the, the kind of, like, the, the PR statement that she put out basically saying that, you know, she wanted to step away because of her injuries and she just wanted to do some other stuff. But then kind of, like, you start to hear little bits and pieces of things from people who worked on the show. And I'm talking about last year, uh, saying stuff like, you know, hey, like, you know, Ruby wasn't really well-liked on set. You know, she was kind of a drama queen. Uh, you start hearing all these things that kind of paint her in a really, really, really negative light, right? And, you know, it, it, it was, it was, it, it was just... It was very weird to hear because, you know, you got to think like when you're the lead character of a show, like it's it, it like it has to be something major for either you to leave the show or for you to be fired from the show. Like the example I can uh, I can say is like Aaron um, uh, Thomas Gibson, who played Aaron Hodgner on Criminal Minds, you know, like he got fired for kicking a for kicking the producer on set. <laughs> like. Jesus and, and the show and the show and the show went down like went downhill like after he left but like it literally took that for that to happen and then you started to get all the stories about how much of a dick he was on set and how people like Shamar Moore were like yeah yeah this sounds about right about time all right so like it, the, the stuff you were hearing about Ruby Rose last year was just it was just not very flattering it was not not very good and then like I said a few days ago we got some information where she uh, put basically her entire story on um, on her on Instagram and made a, a lot of allegations towards the people who uh, run the show, uh, as far as like the showrunner Kathleen Ka um, Caroline Drees, I think her name is. Um, uh, people who were uh, actors who were on this uh, who were on the show, namely uh, Doug Ray Scott, who played. Um, the father, her father, um, I can't remember uh, his his name right now, uh, but played uh, um, uh, Kate Kane's father. Oh, Jacob Kane played Jacob Kane on Batwoman, and also uh, Cameras Johnson, who plays Luke Fox, aka uh, Batwing. And yeah, these uh these allegations are are not are are not good. Um, I mean, you the probably did you have like kind of the the stuff that's kind of not great but like not that bad like them not moving the production schedule for the show so she could be at uh, comic-con in 2019 um her uh um then uh, uh, there was some stuff about uh people like cameras and apparently some others saying that she was uh, you know making comments about her always being late uh when she would show up to to, to film uh, there was she details stuff about her getting injured on set, which we which, you know, that was reported when when that happened is part of the reason that she she uh, I, I think during the back half of the show didn't do a lot of her own stunt work um, for the uh, for the show. 
And yeah, and then then the, the allegations got even even worse uh, when she you know talks about the the uh, uh, the crew member getting paralyzed and her being the only one who, who did anything for them, uh, saying that the showrunner Kathleen Drees was uh, was uh, like didn't was heartless and didn't care about anyone and was trying to force them to finish to film during the pandemic and the only reason that they didn't film was because of um uh, be uh, was because of the canadian government shut down production uh for for everyone um basically uh saying that doug ray scott was like really abusive on set to her and to other women who worked on on batwoman uh batwoman and um I think I, I want to say for the most I can't I, I don't know if they, I can't remember anything if there are any other allegations but she also shared like photos of her injury photos from her visits to the doctor where you kind of learned the extent of her her, of her injuries uh, she she detailed I think uh, I don't know if it was Caroline Drees if it was uh, like one of the directors who uh, said that she was forced to come back to set like ten days after suffering that spinal injury. Uh, which you know, which which it, it sounds really crazy. It, it sounds really crazy, um, and, and I know some people have questioned have questioned you know how like the accuracy of it because when she said that the injury occurred was I think somewhere in like the midway point of their season one, so they were already well into uh, the season when the when the uh, the injury occurred, and so like it wouldn't like. It wouldn't have made sense for someone to threaten to like completely like shut down the show and, and all this and that. I, I'm not speaking to whether that's true or not. That's just the the stuff that was that's been said. Yeah. About the accuracy of it. But yeah, like the these allegations are they they've just they've been not 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 great at all. And not she tagged she, sure. she she tagged the CW um, and, and, and other, but her issues are really with people, the people at Warner because Warner's who's, you know, the, the, who, who hires like the, the showrunners and like the people who actually like work, uh, work on the show. The CW just gives them the budget to film and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. And it's, it's, it's been a lot. And, you know, over the course of, I want to say the last year or so, We've seen Batwoman like actively try to distance themselves from uh, from Ruby, uh, from uh, and, and from the Kate Kane character. Uh, last, last season of the show didn't like it didn't kill her character uh, because they did say they didn't want to fall into the the kill your gaze trope um, that that you know a lot of that media is is known for. Uh, but they did pretty much write her character off the show and find a way for it to kind of go away and not not be around anymore. And it was interesting that they they, they completely recast the Kate Kane character and didn't even invite Ruby back for like some of the voiceovers and whatnot that was done very early in the show, which for me was kind of an indicator that like, oh, there's definitely bad blood here if they can't even get her to do voice work, which wouldn't even require her to be there. Uh, in person to, but to really actually can do it, it from home yeah 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 so um all this stuff just i mean this confirmed a lot of the stuff that like i said that, that came out last year about there actually being bad blood uh on on set between ruby and and several of the several of the others um i know that there was uh there there are people who uh who actually worked on the show who who also um released some statements in addition to both doug ray and cameras 
who both responded to Ruby's claims and like the people who worked on the show kind of corroborated some of the stuff saying that she like she was she was not the easiest person to work with. I'm paraphrasing, not the easiest person to, to work with. And she was kind of rude and kind of kind of standoffish, which I can kind of understand because like her issues were dealing with the people above her in, in management, which, you know, may have made her kind of more insufferable than she might have reg- been regularly while working on the show. But yeah, that's 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 kind of the like the the big thing. That's kind of like all the information Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, coming out with that. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I'm sure I, I may be I may be uh, missing stuff because um, I've been I've really been trying to keep my my ear to the ground as far as as far as this, you know, kind of seeing who's been saying what and you know which uh, what you know what new information, if anything. Uh, that's been coming out but yeah it's 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 been a lot and it's kind of really unfortunate because like as i mentioned earlier season this current season of batwoman has gotten off to a really strong start um with a, a new focus on uh javicia leslie's playing ryan wilder and you know a lot of the conversation that's that you're seeing right now is not about like this really strong start to a new season it's about this and understandably so, because this is not great. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the words, man. God, it's a lot to unpack. Like, yeah, I think the biggest concern that I had with this, and then Rainbow, I kind of want to hear your 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 thoughts on this as well. My biggest concern was like at one point, um, the CW had a re- like released a statement about about this whole thing. Hang on, CW statement review goes. I'm just trying to remember exactly what they said, but basically they they more or less turned around and said like, yeah, she sucked and she was a piece of shit. And it was just like I was really kind of shocked at how quickly they just dismissed everything that she said. It, I was really surprised at that um, because like you would think that they would at least like there would be the the. the aspect that maybe they would try to believe that some maybe something was going on you know like that no and i'm trying to find it right now but they were very very dismissive of it yeah it was it was pretty like it was like even the first line is something like you know talking about like revisionist history um like it, it didn't read like it was read but written by a pr person it read it read like someone from production was like fuck her and her undercut like it was so, like it was it was way more aggressive than I thought it was gonna right? be. Right? Yeah, I I got the same vibe. Yeah. It was just it was very like <laughs> like damn. Tell me how you really feel. Who the fuck does she think she is? That that's the vibe. Like that's how I I read that that whole thing. It was just like she's got some fucking nerve. Like yeah. it's just it talking about cameras' statement. Well, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It was his too, but like I, I like the, the official one from oh uh, from oh yeah from um from um. Warner Brothers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shit was like that was it was pretty intense. It honestly, it just sounds like a fucking mess across the board. Yeah. Like it, it it's it's always much more comfortable to say, oh, this this particular actor uh, was bad, and therefore that's why all these problems happened. But you know, like the 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 paralyzation of that one PA, like. What from what I read of it, that ha- that was like just a shitty accident. Like somebody wasn't paying attention in the way that they should have. Apparently, this person was standing like they were filming in like on location, 
and she was standing underneath a bridge where there was active traffic on it, so she couldn't really hear much. And um, one of the uh, uh, the big like um, I think it's like a cherry picker. It's it's one of those like you know kind of yeah. climb into and it raises and lowers. Um, it got lowered onto her. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, and um, you know the the. Like in, in in Rose's statement, she says like you know there were all these people who were you know basically giving her shit about the, oh she was a PA she's just sitting there on her phone. She her response is like she's a PA she does her job from her phone. Um, right. And right. and yeah, it, 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 ugh. I don't I don't imagine she quite knew what she was getting. By this I mean Ruby Rose quite knew what she was getting into in terms of the schedule in yeah. terms of the stunt work um and because up to that point yeah. she had done acting but not to this degree right so i can i can speak to that too so one okay. of the youtube one of the youtubers i follow um is actually from the is from australia from where ruby rose is is from uh-huh. and they, and and one of the things he said when ruby rose was cast was that it was an interesting choice because ruby rose is not like a trained actor she was actually yeah. like an mtv vj in australia before just kind of and before she got into modeling and then kind of ended up in, in acting that way and when you look at a lot of her roles prior to um uh, getting this role in batwoman it was Basically, it was like limited series work. Like she, she was mm-hmm. in the, she was in the, a couple episodes of like Orange Is the New Black, yeah. where she would do like movie, like stuff that didn't have the, 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 the like nine month, you know, twelve hour a day filming schedule like these, like these, uh, like these uh, CW shows have. And so, it was probably so like it, it was interesting for her to just kind of dive into that, having not really done anything that required that level of commitment. For that extended period of time, exactly. Like that, there the amount of work involved is absurd. It's, it's so difficult. It's so demanding, um, and so like that's gonna weigh on you. That's gonna you know change your personality a bit. And I I can't remember where I heard it, but there was, I remember seeing a uh, sort of a like a an, a general like you know acting Hollywood kind of interview. Uh, with somebody and they said, you know, if you're number one on the call sheet, you set the tone. You are, are, it's not fair to say you're responsible for it, but you're the person who um, kind of establishes what the rapport is going to be like on set. Um, And that's a lot of fucking responsibility for one person, particularly somebody who up to this point has done relatively minor roles. Um, like I think even like her 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 John Wick role came before this, but that's like there's no she has no dialogue. She's there to do a handful of action sequences and look kind of menacing. Um, to go from something like that to you're pretty much you're in every episode. You are in most of the shots of of every episode. Um, you're surrounded by a bunch of professional actors who have been doing this for years. Uh, like Degree Scott is famously, uh, or, you know, original Wolverine. Uh, like he was going to be Wolverine in the X Men movies, um, and That's then right. you know, yeah, yeah, he uh, he yeah. was cast as Wolverine. He was going to start shooting um, after uh, uh, Mission Impossible Two wrapped, 
and then he got hurt on the set of Mission Impossible 2, could not uh, uh, could not make the shoot, and so they went to their number two choice, which is Hugh Jackman. Wow. Yep. Talk about a career-changing injury. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, uh, Think about, like... It, oh, yeah. God. It, it, I, I, it makes me wonder if they've ever, like, talked. Like, the two of them <laughs> have a conversation. <laughs> um, where it's like, thanks for fucking your leg up, man. Yeah. <laughs> really blew up my career. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I you know... And this is this is an, an excuse. So she was an asshole on set. She was an asshole on set. Um, and do I think that Warner Brothers was being wholly ethical and and doing everything they possibly can for everyone around? Fuck no, no. Studios don't give a shit. They are. I mean, like, how many fucking uh, you, like we almost had an uh, IATSE strike for the first time in its history. That almost happened. Yeah. And it was only like at the last possible fucking moment that they were able to all come to a, an understanding and a compromise. Um, that's a big damn deal. And oh, yeah. Warner Brothers is one of the oldest studios in existence. Um, you know, CW is a is an offshoot of that. It's, it's, a, it's one of the smaller departments, but it's still a big deal. Um, so, yeah, it, it really does sound like a bunch of people being dicks and, you know, to some degree, someone getting into something way in way over their head, like that uh, that degree of like, oh yeah, you know, you'll you'll uh, you'll feel the job out, you'll know what you want to do and and how to approach things, and it's like, fuck, this is this isn't really a job where you can do that. Like this yeah. is a job where you need to be on the ball, like from jump. And yeah, yeah, and, and the, it's funny the thing you mentioned too about like the the lead having to set the tone. Because you could tell from the moment uh, Javicia took over that role as Ryan Wilder, uh, just from the promo, from the behind the scenes, like you could tell, like there, there was just this like infectious new energy that just took over literally everyone who was working on that show. Whether we're talking about the other like lead characters, whether it was people who were coming in, whether it was people who were working behind the show. Um, there was just this brand new energy that that took over the show. And even though like the first like the first half of season two wasn't particularly great, in my opinion, but you could just tell from like uh, interviews where they're sitting down with each other or even like some of the stuff that they've been doing um, over the course of the pandemic, where you're, you're seeing uh, several actors like show up on each other's Instagram lives or even last year when uh, before new episodes of Batwoman would premiere like Javicia would hop on Instagram live with somebody from the show whether it be one of the other actors or uh, perhaps one of the writers and they would just you know talk about you know the characters and stuff like give you some really really good behind the scenes stuff and you could tell that just based on Javicia's energy going into the season and and over the course of filming that literally everything it 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 had made the atmosphere surrounding that show seemingly so much better than when Ruby was there and that's no shade to to Ruby at all like again like we weren't there I have no idea what is true about her behavior on set or not but it definitely feels like there was a there was a, a tonal shift when they got someone else who was uh, a bit more used to, um, you know, these kinds of acting roles who who was able to take over the the, the lead there. I mean, yeah, it, man, it's not easy. You've heard 
countless interviews. Like every single person that was in the MCU, every single person that's played Batman, that's played Superman, that's played Wonder Woman, that's played Cyborg, they all talk about the physical toll that it took to play this role. And like I had to be in the gym this many hours to be in the kind of shape that I needed to be in. Did did Ruby Rose not know this going into this? And this is the worst part about this is I have to literally preface the next thing I'm about to say. I'm not blaming her at all because I don't want anybody to think that I'm just like, oh, fuck her. Like, no, there's no way it was as bad as she's saying. It could have been. It's entirely yeah. possible. Like, that's that's the, the key from this that I want to be yeah. taken away. Is yeah, that we're all I'm taking not... secondhand accounts here. Exactly. We don't know exactly what happened, but we also at one point, if he, um, we talked about it when we were talking about, um, God damn, I can't remember the guy's name now that played Cyborg. Um, oh, Ray, Ray Fisher. Fisher. Thank you. I almost called him. Uh, I was like something stone. I was like, no, no, no that's the that's character. Yeah, that's the character. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kid. Um, <laughs> at one point, a lot of us were not really believing what um, Ray Fisher was saying to a certain degree. I'll, I'm not saying the three of us, but like the geeky, nerdy, uh, group, like collaborative, basically was kind of saying. Oh, I'll come to it. No, I was very suspicious. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I was like, I there there was weird timing of things and the way things were being approached. I was like, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, and yeah, no, I was wrong, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's there. There could where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's hard to trust anything that comes from a production studio. And we'll yeah. get into that in just a minute too, with the next story that we're doing too. But like, it's kind of hard to really believe that like, oh, well obviously Ruby Rose was just an asshole and there's no possible way that the people who were filming this and the people who were in the production crew, that they could be possibly wrong. No, 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 no. We're not saying that. We're saying that there, there's a lot of weird shit going on with this story, man. And like, I'm just wondering what's real and what's not. And I think yeah. that that's the hard thing to parse with all of this is like, who do you trust and who can't you trust kind of thing? Yeah. And cause like, like cause, yeah. Cause if you think about it and I mentioned this to, in our group chat, if you look at Cameras's response, he didn't actually refute anything that she actually said about him being a leak uh, to the media or, or about him saying, uh, saying something uh, insensitive to her. Like, he didn't actually refute that. All he said, all, all he said was like, yeah, she got fired. And just imagine what you have to do to be the lead of a show and yeah. get fired. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and like, yeah, like this, I mean, this whole this whole situation sucks. And like, really, and like, honestly, the one thing I just kind of have been have been, like, the one thing I kind of worry about um is so like i mentioned earlier that everything surrounding batwoman has basically been controversy since this show was announced yeah well you have a certain uh subsect of racist batwoman fans who have been targeting oh. javicia leslie saying that she is hashtag not my batwoman yeah great and like it's been it's been it's been really it's been really awful and I feel and like and like I, I get irritated because <clears throat> like she's getting the harassment on on like both fronts. You're getting the the neckbeard fanboys who are like, oh, this, you know, this woke, you know, uh, uh, feminists, you know, pro-black BLM 
show is just terrible and the ratings suck and it's going to be canceled. I, I've shown you guys before, like the kind of headlines that people are making on like YouTube because it, it gets clicks to, 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 uh, to do stuff like that. But oh, then yeah. you also have, like, as I mentioned, the, uh, this subsect of fans that since Ruby Rose left the show, actually not even since Ruby Rose left the show, since it was announced that Javicia was uh, going to be playing a new character taking on the mantle have been leading these harassment campaigns and photoshopping her and onto all of these images. Like some of the, some of the stuff has been like very blatantly racist. Uh, they, they'll, they'll, you, they'll try to take over the Batwoman hashtag when the show is airing to try to say, Oh no, no, my Kate, my, my Batwoman is uh, Kate Kane. My, you know, I've, I, I'm sorry that they're trying to erase this uh this this woman from from uh from from DC history by by not letting her by not letting her play the character or when Wallace Day when Wallace Day was recast as Kate Kane in the back half of last season were leading active campaigns to get Wallace Day to take on the the mantle of Batwoman full time like it, it got so bad it, it got to a point where Javicia herself said that she didn't actually know whether or not she was going to come back for season three because of how loud the the out the um the people were being on social media and how how everywhere this this harassment was and and honestly it it does kind of speak to um something that the CW has done before because it's not it's, this isn't the first time that something like this has happened where they've had a subsect of racist fans lead a harassment campaign and they haven't really done anything about it I mentioned this before but uh, Candace Patton who plays Iris like has been the, has been the target of that ever since she's been cast on the flash and like you have a subsect of fans who are like oh no Barry should be with Caitlin Barry and Caitlin should you you remember the kiss from season two right even though like that wasn't that wasn't barry and barry didn't consent to kissing caitlin because someone had literally taken over his body then that's no whole other thing but like this it, it just feels like this is another thing like this is one area where the cw i feel like really should try to nip this in the bud cw and warner brothers should nip this in the bud because you have these loud fans that are going to take this this is going to take this stuff with ruby which is bad it, it is very bad. I, I don't want to minimize it at all. It is bad, but try to use that and weaponize it as a means to try to diminish Javicia as the new Batwoman in this role and try to, you know, uh, continue harassing her and harassing uh, people who work on the show because of it. It's still crazy to me to think that, like, this sort of thing still exists in, in comic and fandom, but it's... It, it, it's pervasive because we saw it with the Snyder cut DC fans tend to, and that's the, I can't even paint in such broad strokes. There is a very, very frightening sect of DC fans that do shit like this on a regular basis. And like, man, like, and that's the thing is Marvel fans too. Shit. Look, look what all the stuff, look at all the sexist shit that happened with, um, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. You know, like, all, all of the shit that, that surrounded um, a quote that didn't even have anything to do with Captain Marvel. It had to do with um, 
goddamn, I can't remember the name of the other movie now that she was doing. Um, oh, it was um, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It, it's absolutely nuts. And, like, it sucks that this is such a complex thing. Um, a- any other comments on the on the Batwoman stuff and the, the stuff with uh, Ruby Rose and all uh, this other horrible nonsense? No, the, the last thing I'll say is I, I do hope that, you know, uh, one at one point we do get like some some like the truth behind whatever this is because if they are terrible people uh working on the show then yeah like absolutely get them the fuck out <laughs> because i would hate for literally anyone working on that show or in hollywood in general to have to deal with that i mean we heard about the stuff with josh we heard about all the stuff that came out with josh whedon like after ray fisher and how many people from who had worked with him on previous stuff uh, talk about how terrible he he was he was to them. So like, if any of that stuff is true about any of the people who have who are working on the show, then yeah, I absolutely hope that they get the fuck out <laughs> the paint. And you know, I, I hope Ruby is able to heal, and you know, she's able to you know carry on with her career, and you know, do whatever she needs to do to get herself right. And hopefully, all this controversy surrounding Batwoman can just come to a close. Because I would much rather people just talk about the show because the show is like, as I mentioned, it's, it's really good. I don't know if they changed writers or something <laughs> in the last couple months, but they they are they are on track right now to have a, a really strong third season. And I, I want that to be the topic of conversation, but um, it, not all of this controversy and, and, and other stuff that, that uh, has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Yeah. I think that that's all any of us want, you know, is we just want good media. We just we want yeah. to be able to watch the things that we love and see them represented on television or on the big screen and not have to worry about all this extra shit. Yep. And like the fact that it's being fabricated by people is 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 the issue that, that really bothers me is like the fact that people have to do this kind of stuff like, oh, well, this person should be Batwoman. Why does it matter? Why do you care? And and. It, whether it's racism or sexism or homophobia, that's kind of been the, the general consensus here is like, why does it fucking matter to you what somebody looks like or who they're sleeping with so much that you have to like do fake protests and shit like that? We should we should boycott D.C. because they're making Superman gay. Well, first off, he's bi. Um, we should de- boycott Batwoman because she's black now. Like, again, why is that a problem? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rambo, any any closing remarks on this one, or are we ready to move on to quite possibly one of the saddest stories in in the media right now? No, I mean I, I think you all both said pretty much everything I want to say. Hopefully, yeah, we can figure out what's what, and at the very least, keep moving. Yeah. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!